Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming back yet for another week episode. I thought the episode 75 was last week. Oh. Uh, we are now uh, three quarters of the way to uh, one hundo. Sure. Hope it wasn't last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We've got a... We've got another lively show. Last week ran a little long. Sorry about that. But if you uh, stayed and listened to the entire thing, I, I appreciate you so much. Isn't it nice? Is that what you appreciate about them? Yep. It is very nice. We love everybody that stays around and listens. We do. <laughs> it was a little long. I had to edit it. <laughs> and that hasn't happened in a while. These have been pretty good, just rip, roll, rolling right through it and then... Cut, upload. Yeah, usually it's really quick. Hey, was that another flag that just got thrown over there? Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. <laughs> Common Ground Football Podcast. Was that a boo? Boo. Are we booing now? what cowboys fans were doing hey oh yeah but not about who that. said it who said it i said it we're booing the league we're booing the league yeah now i'm all like uh paranoid that i this is not episode 75 <laughs> but i'm pretty sure that it is it sure is okay 75 so episode 75 of the common ground football podcast welcome in week seven week seven thanks for being here we really 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 appreciate it we're just rolling right along through the NFL season for sure. Um, week seven has got division game in Dallas. Eagles, Cowboys. It is a primetime. Nice. That I did not see. Sunday night? Yep. Sweet. Uh, and then the uh, Battle of the Birds. Ravens, Seahawks. That, not primetime. That reminded me of uh, that one line in the ranch. When uh, he says, uh, "I hate, I hate all birds that are eagles, falcons, and Seahawks," <laughs> she goes, "What about the eagles?" It's unpatriotic to hate the eagles. <laughs> so I was like, "Fuck you! I don't like you." By the way, if you don't watch the ranch, there's something wrong with you. It's a great show. Yep, Netflix. Check it out. Um, all right, the usual stuff. We're gonna go through the uh, disappointing loss for the Dallas Cowboys against the Jets. Uh, it, I would lie to you and and say I didn't laugh, buddy, but uh, I kind of did. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not sorry. What am I talking about? Yeah, that's okay. I don't care. I know you don't. That's what makes us friends. <laughs> um, we'll go through Seattle. Another. It was a win. Was it a clean win, though? Eh, not so much. A little not shaky. So a little shaky. A little shaky. Uh, I do got a couple NFL stories to go over. We got a humongous problem in the NFL now after watching the Monday night game we need to talk about for sure. And then we'll preview our, our games this week. Like I said, we got uh, Dallas hosting Philadelphia, Seattle hosting the Baltimore. There are some storylines there from each game. And then, of course, game picks, uh, score predictions, all that good stuff. The usual things. Who wants to go first this week? Is it you? Is it me? Somebody else here? We'll start with the L. The L in the room? We'll start with the L. Yeah. So what happened? Uh, third loss in as many weeks. Don't forget your awesome and your bummer, but it's yeah, not, it's not fun. Oh, no. no, we'll get there. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll do awesome bummer first. Do get yeah, we'll, we'll kick it off with that. All right. Awesome. Was there any? Yeah, there was an awesome. Oh. I'm going to give an awesome to you, uh, Dak Prescott. 
Hey. Because um, you, I mean, you see every what everybody wants to say about him, especially, you know, after, after a loss. But if you watch that game, um, the hits that he was taking, a lot of them that would definitely have been called had it been, uh, well, Mr. Monday Night Aaron Rodgers or Brady or anybody like that. But the kind of hits that he was taking, um, you know, all, all day long. But, um, you know, he's still hood in there or um, stood in there and just kept just doing what everything that he could do and he I mean he had a, a solid game he didn't he didn't he did he didn't lose the game um but i mean definitely awesome uh as far as the offense goes there wasn't a whole lot of awesome but uh, i'm gonna give my awesome to deck it's another game where yeah it's a loss but I mean, there was a lot of people that wanted to jump all over Dak just because he's a quarterback, and that's what happens in losses. They immediately go to the quarterback. Oh, it's their fault. Yeah. yeah but do you look at the numbers? Like we talked about last week, Dak the week before actually had a good game. Yeah. And I mean, in this one, he I mean he didn't throw any interceptions, and but he also he didn't have any touchdowns. But he was uh, twenty eight for forty for two was it two seventy seven, and those were it wasn't it wasn't easy it wasn't easy by any means. I mean, and, and like I said, with the amount of licks he was taking, oh I, yeah, I was. I was definitely worried on the he, – he took a shot, and um, they actually took him into the tent to look at him for a concussion. And I was like, well, that – okay, if we get Cooper Rush in this game, I'm – like I've said, backup quarterback isn't something I'm very comfortable with. And if we have, have to play with Cooper Rush, I'm definitely going to be worried. But, um, <laughs> but, I mean, Dak is a – you know, he's a he's a big guy. And, um, you know, he was said he was fine and, and came back in. But, um, yeah, I – I haven't seen him take that kind of punishment since Atlanta last year. Um, yeah, it wasn't pretty. Yeah, a couple of those hits were freaking nuts. And uh, actually amazing that he was able to stay in the game, like you said. So, Bummer. Bummer. Uh, we're going to give the bummer to the coaching staff. Uh, specifically, obviously, we're going to give it to Mr. Garrett, Mr. Uh, Hot Seat. Um, yeah, I just I don't, I don't understand – Especially right there at, uh, at towards the end of the game, with just not just how they manage the time at the end, just kind of I I, I didn't couldn't understand that at all. Um, but I mean this this game, you know, it's not on the not on the players. Um, definitely, this loss is squarely on the coaching staff, and and you know, just another another week coming out slow not looking you know as sharp as you should be uh, a lot of the mistakes that, th- that were being made um this week were the same ones they made last week and the week before i mean just an, another game with um so many penalties called and you know it's just that that frustrates you so much when you've got a good drive going and then here comes you know <clears throat> some penalty whether or not it's bs doesn't matter um you know they just they kill you a hundred percent, a hundred percent. We'll talk about that officiating later. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's there's two sides of that story, but um, but yeah, Dallas uh, goes to New York, loses twenty four twenty two. They tried. Uh, I don't even know what the what the call was uh, trying to get that two point conversion. It was just awful. Um, uh, obviously, the the missed field goal by uh, Brett Maher was uh, loomed large, but you know. He hit two out of three. I know one. One being a sixty-two yarder. When he missed that, uh, missed the one. I almost texted him. I was like, "Oh, Maher." Oh yeah. But then I just wanted well, to leave you alone. <laughs> well, it's you know it was funny because my you know my dad and I were watching the game and we we kind of looked at him and laughed like when he was lining up for the sixty-two yarders like yeah he he's gonna make this watch 
sure shit, you know, <laughs> right through. But I was like, you just get every, anything 40 and under, you need to be automatic. You have to make. And he just, I, Garrett said the operation wasn't clean. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's so frustrating. Um, definitely. I mean, yeah, he had his issues right there at the end before Dallas re- released him. But those, those years when we had Bailey and he was literally just automatic and it just, I mean, you didn't even have to watch. You just get up, go get your refreshments, get another beer, get another pop, you know, grab some food because you knew Bailey was going to make it. But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's frustrating. But that's definitely not why Dallas lost. Uh, there was so many other reasons you had. Um, like I said, they just, they came out flat, um, got behind early. For whatever reason, yeah, they are a good third quarter team. But, okay, that's, that's okay every once in a while, but not every single game because you, depending on the team you're playing and even though it was the jets and, but you knew they were going to be fired up with having Darnold back, um, you know, and say what you want to say, but everybody is all, it just always seems to happen. Everybody always wants to play up to Dallas. It always seems like everyone, everyone wants to beat the Cowboys as much as everyone wants to beat the Patriots. Um, so, I mean, right off you saw New York was, they were, they looked, you know, a hell of a lot better right out right out of the gate than than Dallas did. Um, right off the bat, having the, um, you know, you had Lyle Collins out at right tackle. You had Tyron Smith out at left tackle. You had, um, you know, your backups, Cam Fleming and Brandon Knight in. They played okay, but, I mean, it's not to, you know, pro bowlers, all pros. And they definitely got beat uh, early. And you saw it right there; those those hits being put on Dak, even though they weren't sacks, they're still they were still knocking him down almost uh, after almost every play, and you could see that that started to you know definitely affect the the game plan and what they wanted to do, and they had to start moving uh, you know moving Zeke over to help out on you know that side, and that that changes everything. We don't have those two um, you know those two corner pieces um, early in the game. You had Amari Cooper leave; he he had a um, He's dealing with the thigh bruise and uh, had a good practice week. Thought he could go, played a I think a series maybe, and he was out for the rest of the game. And you know we'll talk about his availability for for Philly. But um, right there, you're already down your number one and number three receiver because Devin Smith is still out as well. So you have to had Gallup step up. Um, but I mean drops drops were one of the big stories as far as the offense goes. Gallup had a couple. You know the ball hit his hands. And they were drops. They weren't, you know, when they weren't bad throws or anything like that. They may may have been just a little high, but I, I still am of the belief if you know your wide receiver, if it hits you in the hands, you just come you down with it. Catch the ball. Um, but I mean, yeah, it was just kind of too little, too late uh, as far as the offense goes. Same story as last week against Green Bay. Um, on the defense side of the ball, um, I mean, I, I just I don't know what's don't know what's going on there. I mean, it seems like. You had this uh, kind of glimpse of what that defense could be, you know, last year, and just so far it hasn't. I mean, it hasn't hasn't kicked in, and you saw what Darnold was able to do. Um, I personally, I don't think Darnold is that good of a quarterback, and it made me laugh when uh, what's his nuts on ESPN said that uh, you know if he was starting a team, he would he would all he would rather take Darnold over Dak, and I was like, eh, kind of, I don't know about that. That, yeah, I don't think I feel like we haven't seen enough of Darnold to even make that right. claim. He ha, he's been out this season with with mono and <laughs> and 
just so weird to say. And then and then last year, yeah, you just haven't seen enough of him to claim Make anything. That judgment. Yeah, I, I don't think that that's. Although I, you've heard from a lot of, and some of them are Jets fans, but if they, they, yeah, the whole thing is, you know, that's our guy. And look, now that he's back, look what he was able to do. And it's like, again, can we just calm it down yeah. for a little bit and and see? what he does the rest of the year i mean congratulations he didn't get hit in the spleen that's good yeah well he was wearing a giant cage he was his, <laughs> he really was <laughs> um but i mean yeah it's, i mean you know with the defense it just it just they just get hit with that those big plays and it just i mean it kills you um and you know you sent me that video about um you know with all the players walking walking back to the sideline and garrett was doing his normal trying to give high fives and they just kind of that's that's one of the first times I've seen that. It's happened a couple times before, um, but obviously, definitely one of the first times in the, over the past few years. And I, I think that was right after um, the Jets hit that 90, 92 yard uh, touchdown play, and, and that just kind of definitely furthered the gap. And and you could tell players players were, were definitely frustrated. The question I have though is is when you watch that. As an outsider like me, I see that and I go, uh-oh, they're turning against the coach. The coach is losing the team. As a fan, do you see it that way? Or is if it was after that big play, the, the players are just pissed off. I, yeah, they don't want to high-five from anybody. No, they, I definitely see it as kind of in the moment, just pissed off about the play that happened or plays that happened. Um, you know, you you listen to you listen to all these players in their post game interviews and in their interviews throughout the week. Everything I mean, they they all sound like, you know, they're they're all they all preach what Garrett says. Once that stops happening and you start seeing, um, you know, I don't know how to put it, but if you don't start seeing that, then obviously you're going to have a little bit more of a worry. But what was funny though was you definitely had a whole lot of. Uh, former Cowboys players taking a lot of shots at uh, at um, Garrett and saying that you know he basically that he's already lost that locker room. Um, unless you're unless you're in there, I don't know if you could truly say that. I know you could definitely like people like Des Bryant. I know they could have pretty strong opinions because they he's probably still has a lot of relationships in that locker room, but still you don't really know you know what's going on day to day, but. Um, these next these next few weeks are going to be interesting, and like I said, the rest of this season is going to be interesting with Garrett not having a deal past this year. So, um, you know, if they decide to move on before the year's over, um, you know that definitely I you, no playoffs. I mean, you, if if that's going to be the case, then I you know this team's not gonna not gonna make the playoffs. Um, so I don't know. It'll be interesting. Can I see could, what happens. I could see them. I could see them moving on from him if they were to get eliminated, like out of playoff contention. Like it just goes downhill yeah. from here. Oh yeah. And yeah, but the, and the, I've heard this a lot on on sports talk radio this week about how okay, well, when you know, when does does Jerry get rid of him? Does he if he makes the playoffs, but maybe they only get maybe one or you know no wins or maybe one win, but they don't reach a Super Bowl? Does he get another opportunity or? Is he done because, hey, you've been there before and you've never got him to a Super Bowl. Right. We're done with you. Or is it a just playoffs or bust? And, again, nobody, I guess, knows that except for Jerry Jones. But Yeah. Well, and then if you were to ask him, you know, he would say that, uh, well, if Garrett was to be let go, he would be highly sought after in the league, which. I heard that today. Um, 
Yeah, I would. I would say yes, but maybe not in a head coaching role. I think that a team out there that's that again, anything on your resume that is Dallas Cowboys. Well, not yeah, even, I, not I, only that, but just for the tenure he's had there. Yeah, and he's been there for a while. I, I guarantee you there would be a team out there, and we're going to have plenty of head coaching vacancies because this is a season where we have more bad teams than we've had in a long time. And Jay Gruden may be the only one that's been let go so far. He won't be the last. No. There's going to be some openings. And if, and if Garrett is let go, i got to believe that one of those teams – at least goes after him for a head coaching job and maybe that's not where he ends up maybe you know he looks at it as not the right fit i mean there's so many teams do i want to go there right like anytime anybody interviews the cleveland browns job it's like eh. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah no well i mean we'll kind of see how this season plays out um you know it's def- that's not something that i'm that i'm thinking about at all but no he shouldn't be um you know if it if it does seem to come down if it that's going to happen obviously lincoln riley is the hot name out there um you know and yeah a cowboys uh the cowboys head coaching position is you know pretty much the premier spot in in you know in in the in the nfl so i mean honestly shouldn't you if you're looking at coaching shouldn't you be more worried with with your offensive coordinator and they you have it in three games yeah Dak has played okay but you guys haven't been able to do what you were doing the first three. Now, your opponents were pure garbage in the first three. Right. But the Jets are also pure garbage. So are you concerned at all mm-hmm. with, with what's happened with, with more? Well, I, I agree with the, the first three teams. They're definitely garbage. The Jets, I think, are actually a decent team. I don't think they're as bad as, say, you know, I, don't, I, th- I think the Jets are better than Atlanta. I think Atlanta's the Jets, a hot mess I, right I now. I think the Jets are better than um, – um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they're better than some other yeah, teams. They're better than another team. <laughs> um, but the the interesting comment you know that you heard during the game was was Romo actually saying like this offense right now looks like a lot of Garrett's fingerprints all over it, which is interesting. And I wonder if there's been maybe a little bit of shift in in maybe ideology or just in how they want to do things versus those definitely versus that first game because that first game that looked like something we hadn't seen in a long you know in a long time and definitely seemed like um you know a lot of fresh ideas from from kellen moore i'm wondering if things have kind of shifted a little bit um you know and i like i said i'm I'm not in those rooms so i don't know but um you know if there's one person who's going to recognize something immediately when it comes to a garrett offense it's going to be romo yep and he pointed that out and and twitter kind of blew up with that like like uh you know i wonder so you know is garrett really is he putting trying to put a lot of influence into this offense now or you know what's going on so that I mean that was that was kind of interesting to hear but um no i think yeah, i think i don't think you'd worry about your offensive coordinator especially with him being you know 31 32 years old it's obviously his first year doing it um there's going to be growing pains you know not they're not going to be for just one game, you know. They could be for you know three, four, five, you know, six games, till he till he figures it out, or maybe he doesn't figure it out. But you know, I knowing or not knowing, but seeing how Kellen Moore operates, I definitely think that he's someone who's going to um, try to change things up and and uh, you know learn from learn from everything that he's he's doing in this first year. 
Well, and for them to a team like the Cowboys, for Jerry Jones to give that position to someone of Kellen Moore's age and experience, they have to believe in him, obviously. Yep. Because that's it's a big deal for him. It's a big deal for the Cowboys. I mean, it's not something that they're just going to give to anybody. Right. So yeah, and and look at I look at it this way. Weren't you guys three and three last year? At one point, um, pretty sure you were. I want to say at one point we were. I can't remember. We were in a worse spot than we were. Yeah, yeah. And you guys we made went, the playoffs, and then we went on a and beat you know, seven, 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 eight game winning streak, something yeah. like that. Yeah, so three and three is not a big deal. Is it three losses in a row? That kind of that's yeah, but uh, it's it's not. It, I look at it as it's not the end of the world. It's not time to panic. It's okay. God, there's did, plenty of plenty of people that do think it's time. Oh to yeah, panic. oh yeah, I know. I'm like I, like I've said before. I'm not worried until you until you're eliminated. Because I don't, I don't care. You get, I mean, you, you've been there before. Get in the playoffs to seven and nine. Yeah, well, and well, see what happens. We won a game. How about that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, until you are eliminated, it just it doesn't matter. You don't, you don't, you don't have to roll into the playoffs with a fifteen and one record and be all sparkly. You know, I mean, well, and the thing is, is you go out there this week and you have a great game versus the Eagles and beat them, and then you're right back. You know, you're four and three at that point, and and everyone's shutting up because you it just. You turn it around in one game, and you move on to the next one. Well, especially you know, especially if it's this one because it's obviously a it's division division game against the Eagles, who you're tied with first, uh, tied for first in the East with. You beat them. You're you've got lone spot, uh, you know, in the East, and you got the Giants the week after, and you have the Giants the week after Monday night. Ooh, you got three primetime games in a row. How the hell did you pull that off? Oh wait, you're the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. You got Eagles, Giants, and Vikings. Ugh. You guys don't have the easiest schedule going on there at all. No, it's definitely definitely got you know is a um, tougher after God, those first three. Can you do me a favor though? I mean, I don't care who you got to call. I mean, you know you got contacts all up and down the, the organization. <laughs> uh, can you please, for the love of God, whatever you do, beat the damn Patriots, please? Uh, so we we uh, just please. Yeah, well, I'm <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely think we're gonna just call somebody. Oh yeah, and I, that's gonna be that'll be one of those things that well. That that might not even be that impressive. There's people saying that the Patriots are the absolute worst undefeated team they've ever seen. They are the worst undefeated team I've so, ever seen. You know, then, they have the cake schedule. So then, so then, you know, Dallas beats them, and it's like, oh well, it's, that'd be fine. Patriots aren't that good. You that, know? Well, like, that would whoa. be, and that'd be great with that. Um, Expose their asses, please. <laughs> uh, Dallas last year got to three and five after that. Tennessee, oh, they did go. Yeah, oh, after okay. that Tennessee Titans loss. So it's been worse. Everybody, that, shut up. And that Titans loss was the first uh, uh, first game with a game with Amari with Amari with Amari Cooper. Um, and then obviously they went on the roll. Uh, after that, winning five games, um, losing to Indy at eight and six, and then finishing those last two um, with a win, finishing ten and six, and then obviously beating Seattle. Yeah, so it's it's highlight been, of the it's, year. It's, it's shut up. It's been <laughs> it's been. I don't even want to think about that game. We could have kicked your ass, but you didn't. No, we didn't. Sure didn't. That's for sure. If you'd have let us win uh, in week three, then maybe you would have won in the. What'll let you win? <laughs> It's not how that works, buddy. <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, it's 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 been worse, and we've been here before, and we still made the playoffs. It's all right, chill. I think that uh, in the end, they are a better team than what their record is showing, and like you just said, it chill, chill, bro. 
popping it back there? Yeah. You all right? You want to talk about it? I'm good. All right. But, um, yeah, I mean, it sucked to lose to the Jets, but you know what? It's the NFL. Weird shit happens. Yeah. Sure does. Anything else you want to add for that? You good? I'm good, man. Sweet. Moving on to Seattle and the Sea Chickens. Uh, Seahawks go to Cleveland and play the Browns. Baker Mayfield. Baker, Baker. Interception thrower. Maker. Something. <laughs> he, uh, they, what, five? They ended up, uh, I think he's got like 11 on the season and he had four. He get four or five in this game. Yeah. He, uh, After I haven't been able to watch a ton of games that Baker's played in, but uh, the ones I have, I just he's overhyped. That bold prediction of mine ain't looking too good. It's not looking that great. I should have said Dak will be the number one quarterback <laughs> through it's, the first six weeks. It's not looking that great. He had three interceptions in this game. Three. So um, he. He, he just looks – I don't know what it is. Like, he shows moments – like, there were – so this game started out – I mean, Seahawks won 32-28. They're 5-1, and one, which is fantastic. They haven't been 5-1 and one in a season since their Super Bowl winning year. It's, fa- it's awesome. But this game started, and Cleveland scored on their first three possessions. Just boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Seahawks didn't do shit. And, and, and again, in those three scoring possessions from Cleveland, Baker looked okay. He looked decent uh chubbs uh he that's a he's a good runner yeah and, oh definitely and uh thank you he's on my fantasy team i appreciated his two sto- who's his two scores um i still lost but it's fine um <laughs> but i had ba- uh was no yeah no i didn't have baker i just dropped baker from the week before i'd gotten rid of his ass thank yeah. god but then i had gardner Minshew, and he had his worst game ever as a pro so it wasn't good day um but then he had the rest of the game where you know, we had moments, and we've talked about interceptions many times, and how there's plenty of them that are absolutely the quarterback's fault, and there's others that aren't. They're half. I mean, they probably was a bad throw, but the receiver should have caught the ball, or you know that type of thing. And, and there were a couple of of those, but he still, he just. I wonder what he would have looked. How much worse he would have even looked had the Seahawks been able to put any type of pressure on him, whatsoever. Yeah. No pressure, no sacks, nothing which is something I'll get into. But, uh, yeah, I just I feel like he's just a little overhyped. The whole team obviously is, but Baker is just this mouthy, overhyped dude. Didn't go out there for the coin toss, and I wonder if that's because, you know, Richard Sherman gave him so much shit the week before. <laughs> Probably. And he just said, fine. Boy, I won't shake anybody's hand. I'll stay on the sideline. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I don't know. And, and again, he's another one of those quarterbacks that it's, it's too early to say. Yeah. I mean, um, when he when he when he came in and and um what was it a Thursday night game and you just saw the team completely kind of turn around you saw a spark yeah. go off um have, we haven't seen that yet I haven't seen that again no no yeah that one game that was it and it just it just feels I still think that he's going to be a that he has a the potential to be a a decent NFL quarterback right and he's still what, what I mean was he twenty one years old he's, he's a baby yeah I mean so I just. I don't know. I, I maybe it's because he talks so much, and he's just a shut up. I don't know. But anyway, 
Uh, Hawks win 32-28. Uh, it was all, that part of it was awesome. Again, it wasn't a clean win. There hasn't been one single win in those five wins that they've just They're gone. Still wins. They're wins, and that's great. But just once, I would love a just. It doesn't have to be a blowout, but a just dominate a team from beginning to end instead of giving us all mini heart attacks. Because I at thirty five, I'm just it's not good for me. <laughs> it's not good for me at all. I I don't like it. But try, try uh, being a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Well. A modern day Cowboys fan. It's a little rough, <laughs> a little rough, but uh, yeah, here we go. Awesome. Uh, fourth week in a row, Russell Wilson. I'm sorry, I had to do it. I can't. That's cool. I mean, Chris Carson had himself a great game, over 100 yards rushing again, had a touchdown. Um, but Russell does is doing more with the least amount of help than anybody else in the league when it comes to the quarterback position. His offensive line is garbage they can barely protect him they have moments i will give them that there's time where there were a couple of 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 plays in this game where russell actually had all day and he couldn't make a play <laughs> like, and you're used to used to right rolling through his progressions like, too wait, fast yeah he's like what what oh oh wait oh crap and it just and that kind of frustrates you like okay russell they actually protected you and you couldn't get anything and maybe that was coverage downfield or whatever but there's just a couple weird things took a sack that he didn't need to take and and i just somebody on twitter was saying something about oh well he's got no interceptions why why risk it and i'm like throw the ball away don't take the loss you throw it away doesn't mean you throw it in a bad spot you throw it away i get it but i guarantee you in that moment he's not thinking oh well i I don't want to get my first interception for the season i don't that's not the way russell is but uh 23 for 33 295 two touchdowns no interceptions um the dude's a stud and we I, we talked about it last week i gotta believe he's you know he's one or two in most people's mvp conversation right now whether it be mccaffrey mahomes is slipping a little bit in some in some polls out there for for mvp they lost again um but russell is is he continues to just go out there and just he's having a ridiculous season so I can't help but give it to him again as much as I maybe don't want to. Bummer. Um, I'm going to give it to the entire – anybody whose job it is to pass rush. <laughs> anybody. If you're on the defensive line and your job is to get to the quarterback, uh, bummer, dude. You suck. I'm a little confused on why we're paying Ziggy Ansah why we traded for Jadavian Clowney and we can't get to Baker Mayfield. Really? I just don't. Those are who was hurt. Who was hurt. I just don't. I mean, they had zero sacks, nothing. And, and honestly, it didn't feel like there was many times where they put pressure on. I mean, they did get a hit in and, and here and there, but nothing. And imagine the amount of turnovers they could have had, in addition, had they actually gone in there and made them do something else stupid, I just yep. it scares me a little bit because if they want to be true contenders, that could be a big downfall. Yeah, that needs to get fixed. It needs to get fixed right now. And the lack of it in that game was was ridiculous. And I just again having Ziggy and Clowney in there, you should you should somebody should be able to get to him. Uh, Jaron Reed comes back after the you know now after his suspension is now over. 
hopefully that's you know the one extra guy they need and they can start making something happen but they got to find it uh and then one honorable mention bummer which by the way you know anytime you want to do one of those you can throw that in <laughs> uh will disley uh I, well that's what i was going to say when you hit bummer but then my brain didn't, didn't remember s- just to say didn't that. say I was going to say, bummer. It could have easily, yeah, it could have easily been him. Uh, you could flip-flop those, really. Uh, I literally almost cried. Like, I... Well, because even as even as just... I mean, he's a good dude. This sucks for him for his first two seasons. Yeah. Uh, to get nailed like this with an injury that is going to... He's going to mess the rest of the season. And well, and it was a fast one, too. He got, he got hurt. They took him off the field, and I think within a couple was, of minutes, they knew. said... Uh, yeah, they said it's a Achilles, so, so it doesn't look good. Yeah, serious. They said serious Achilles injury, and you're like, oh, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it was a freak non-contact thing. He just Russell the the throw was was weird, and he had to twist around to try and find it. And when he did, he just whether he got caught in the turf, I don't know what happened, but you could tell he just it was the way he twisted, and down he went, and it, it just I feel bad for him. One, I mean, he was having a crazy good start to the season. He was Russell's number one target. They they were massively in sync, and uh, it it's just good thing they brought back Luke Wilson. No kidding, yeah. And then you got to hope uh, Dixon can come off the IR after week eight. So um, I just. It's one of those things where you're just uh, every game you obviously hope you get through without one of your main guys getting injured and that's just i wanted to just i i wanted to cry because that's that's like that's like Lockett getting hurt that's like that's like carson getting hurt it's 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 pretty bad so uh i hope he gets better i hope he's not injury prone too i hope this isn't like the start of like every season something happens because that's that's a waste of a good player but unfortunately it does happen with good players there's just some people that are fragile so um like i said before game started out not so great uh cleveland looked good for the first three possessions took a 20 to 6 lead in the second quarter and then it went downhill from there so even though they grabbed the lead back in the fourth uh russell did what he did what he does and came from behind and and grabbed the lead for good with a and um there were again it wasn't a clean game there were mistakes that happened special teams on the on the kickoff the, the begin the game to kick off was a re- crazy good return you're just like <sighs> this is one of those where even though i i predicted they were just destroy them uh i went oh this is going to turn into one of those trap games that <laughs> all of a sudden uh yeah so but um momentum wise you i give the hawks credit they stole it right back right before the half russell did a fantastic job on the with a two-minute drill and you're thinking they scored right there and you're like and they left hardly any time on the clock and you're thinking perfect they the momentum's that way they get the ball to start the second half and then they get the ball and they did nothing with it and you're just like oh okay well i guess we'll just give that right back and, and then you started seeing baker make his mistakes and and uh yeah so i don't have a ton to say about the game except for yay they won um but two things and they both involve kicking the football one Someone, for the love of God, that is part of the media in Seattle, that's sports media, go talk to Dixon and find out what the fuck. <laughs> that, uh, well, the one, the one I won't blame him so much because they, I mean, they were talking about it just before that when he had to kick from the end zone. 
you know, you don't have as much space, so you're completely. Oh no, that one. Yeah, up. I totally understand and that. that. And that one, yeah, I mean, he had he, no room. He punted it like twenty four yards. Oh, as soon as he left that. his foot, you went, oh good god! Yeah. They're just uh, he had no room. He couldn't step into it. I totally get that, but he's also struggled all season. This is not going to be a Pro Bowl year for Big Balls Dixon, <laughs> and I just I, I feel like it's being said during the game, like on Twitter, but no one's actually like talking to him and saying. Are you feeling okay? Like, what's the difference between what's happening there? It's not, they're just, he's supposed to be and was last season such a big weapon. Yep. And he's such a big part of this, this whole, their, their, their offensive strategy and run first. If they don't score on a drive, they feel okay because you have a weapon in your punter that can pin uh, the other team deep, but that's not happening. Yeah. Now, on the other side, uh <laughs> Myers dude listen <laughs> listen so i'm so glad that you can make field goals that's cool you know what's even better when you can kick and make your extra points because those are really easy that's frustrating that is so frustrating and then you dig into his stats and you find out that he's always struggled with extra points and yet you brought him in and paid him a lot of money for a kicker and he struggles the extra points which to me honestly um are kind of more important than a field goal because that one point that bites you in the ass a lot of times so uh and maybe i'm wrong maybe field goals are just as important they probably are but still i mean i give him credit he hit some good field goals that were long but make the easy ones makes it Again, easy it's yeah like, it's like with maher make just make the short ones yeah, I, mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, forty yard. I mean, forty yards. Okay, that's not a short distance. But as far as a professional kicker goes, that's a, a very makeable. You know, should be a high percentage yeah. kick. There, and it's they a, struggle. It's a rarity that the defense gets back there to block a kick anymore. Just the, the way the rules have changed, and the way you can't line up directly over a center. Like all this stuff, you can't. All this, they've made it so it's almost impossible. So it rarely happens make the field goal make the extra point so i just want somebody to go figure out what the hell's going on there because it's driving me crazy uh all right week six is over we move on to week seven how about that already sweet um real quickly just a few stories i wanted to go over because they're interesting um if you don't mind uh right before we started recording here on a tuesday night in october uh the 14th 15th yes well when you're listening the 16th today's the 15th yeah you're right i don't even know what day it is (laughs) thank you it's tuesday it is tuesday that's all i know um the jalen ramsey saga is over he's in la yeah so right before we got here they uh traded him to the lar the los angeles roms and um they received two first round picks and a fourth. Yeah, so two first round draft picks, one twenty twenty, one twenty twenty one, and then a fourth round pick from twenty twenty one. So it's a lot. That's five years without a first round pick. That's a lot. Um, would you have done that for Jalen Ramsey? No, no. Uh, I I, t- I I tend to side with that. No, I I would put him in the top six of cornerbacks. And I would say he's probably at five. 
So at the bottom of the top six. Yeah. He, yeah, they want to anoint him like this elite top three to top two. Like they want him, like when you read a lot of people that, you know, do this for a living. And I, I'm more, again, with you, I, I, I would put him more at the, he's good. Yeah. He's really good. But is he elite? I, I don't know. And I had, and I at no point in the 16 draft absolutely at, at all wanted him over uh, Zeke at all. Yeah. I would much rather have uh, Zeke Elliott. Um, and for the Rams, they they were they were needing that position. They they traded Marcus Peters to the Ravens. Yep. So the Seahawks will see him. Um, That's a good secondary now. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, they he, needed it. He he struggled this year, um, but you know, you you put him put him on the uh, um, same defense with obviously Earl Thomas back there, and and the rest of that Baltimore defense. That's well, they just placed Talib on injury reserve, and that yep. was one of the reasons they went and got him. Um, but well, I mean, it the Rams needed a needed some. They, they were getting blown up, so they needed something and um so i mean it's over we, he he gets what he gets what he wanted um jacksonville's in kind of this weird uh you know Minshew had his first bad really bad game um so we don't know you know when Foles is healthy is it's just this is not their year <laughs> <laughs> so getting rid of him now i mean go for it really and honestly so um and the rams that tells you they're you know they're not out of it. They want to keep going. Um, the other one I was, thought was just unique was that uh, the Titans decided to make a change at quarterback. And they made it in the game over the weekend. Now they made it for this next game that it's going to happen. Um, Ryan Tannehill. They're going to start Tannehill over Mariota. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know Mariota's been struggling, but Tannehill, really? <laughs> they've, I, they've struggled for about the same amount of seasons. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's just weird. You got to, I mean, Marietta was number two pick overall, right? E- yeah, former number two. Yeah, Winston was one. Yeah, so it's just another quarterback change. Another one of these guys that was supposed to be a big thing, and he had moments. They, there were times where you thought, okay, oh, definitely, yeah, they were they were finally turning a corner, and but he just never became. He's just one of those guys, just a better college quarterback because of the system he was in and the way they ran, you know, the way they did it. And it just did not translate to the NFL well for him, and that's that's a shame. But uh, still got a job as a backup there, Mariota. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean Tannehill's terrible, so who knows? And then this last one, I tend to, I, I literally want to spend zero minutes on it, except for I want to laugh. Okay. Okay. Patriots today suspended Michael Bennett for contract detrimental to the team. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> I don't understand it. He was so quiet and and kept himself and and he's never been a problem before i don't i don't understand what would have happened how what could he have possibly done (laughs) (laughs) oh michael bennett that's great that's all i wanted to spend on that story i'm good with that fantastic (laughs) it's kind of a slow news week not a lot going on except for this next story and for this next story let's uh we're gonna do things a little bit differently but uh the Subject of this next story comes from a question from none other than our man Dennis from Ohio and his five and zero Niners. Um, he might mention that. I would assume that he would. Let's find out. Woo! <laughs> five and zero Niners. Yeah, I 
alive and oh, <laughs> holy crap, I never thought I was going to see my 49ers still undefeated through six weeks of the season. And Brian, it's looking like that Monday night football game will be the first opportunity for them to really play another decent team. The Niners should be if it plays out right. 9-0, the Seahawks should be 8-1. and Couldn't ask for a better matchup on Monday night football. <laughs> will definitely be interesting. So, my question for you guys, based on, obviously, the officiating is still horrible, and then last night's game between the Lions and the Packers, I know the Packers won, the Lions dominated that game, should have been more effective in the red zone, but they weren't. But my question is, do you think that they should just hire some of these refs, or all of them full-time, or that's all they do 24-7, and then the off season, have them go through some simulator scenario, create something. Some of these refs are getting paid somewhere between one hundred and eighty and two hundred thousand dollars go a year. Ref. The ref, and they continue to screw things up that have outcomes that affect these games. So I'm just curious as to your thoughts. I know they tried to hire a bunch of them full time, and that somewhat backfired. So just curious as to your thoughts on that and how they should proceed. Great show last week. Stay buttery smooth. Go 49ers. Woo! <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, by well, the way, before you go real quick, con- congratulations to his Niners for being 5-0. and Seriously, if you want to talk about a – they were my Dark Horse team. Yeah. Okay. But they are uh, playing at a level. It's not just a fluke like 5-0. and They're actually – playing really well they're playing good football so congrats dennis from ohio uh but they're they're gonna go nine and oh by the time shut up <laughs> anyway go ahead see what happens this weekend <laughs> um well i'll start but you know i i didn't watch i didn't watch the monday night game i obviously Lucky. heard everything that was going on and it was no surprise and especially with it's always it's always involves Aaron Rodgers and the Packers against Detroit. Something weird always happens. But anyways, um, I mean all all year long watching you know watching the Cowboys games, it's the calls and non calls are so bad, and it just they seem like they're just getting worse. And at one point also, um, one point during the Jets game, there was a flag on literally six straight plays. And, you know, that's, Ugh. it's just, and they were all just, you know, little ticky tacky things. And then they want to, you know, let these big, you know, horrible, you know, this, that something that definitely should have been called go, but, you know, make these little, you know, oh, he, you know, he grabbed, he pinched his jersey with his fingers, you know, <laughs> that's I mean, just, all they, that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's definitely frustrating. And, um, like we were talking, you know, a little bit earlier, I, I, I wonder if somebody is just pissed off and they're saying, you know what, uh, Mr. Goodell and the NFL, um, we're going to, we're going to screw you. We're going to wreck your product. Yeah. Because I mean, you've got so many layers here and that is the first one is who pissed off who, because you seem to have a group of referees who are just you have you have a new rule in the in the PI challenge and they've basically said we're not going to overturn any of these right unless it's like an absolute, absolutely blatant 
oh shit we missed that or yep. that and which is fine because that's what it was designed to be however there's some of those ones that to us as the viewer we go i, I understand the rule and that's pass interference yep but you're not going to overturn that you didn't call it and it but they're just and then you'll see like challenges come out and so it's not just the refs that are on the field it's the new york it's it's the guys that are doing the replay with these officials that are also screwing it up and and it's like it's like they literally just decided you know what uh one we hate that pi rule because you guys are questioning our um our skills yeah and so basically screw you we have control over it try and take it away from us yeah. and so you have that whole layer and so there's you know conspiracy theories being thrown out there and all that i um the the monday night game you're right something always happens when it's detroit green bay and then it's just aaron Rodgers. you know of course there's plenty of pictures after you know memes after the game of of uh you know how much do i owe the ref in the tunnel and all that you know that picture yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, how original. Oh, hilarious um detroit had that game and yeah they they had again you can always go back oh well detroit had opportunities they should have you know cashed in on those touchdowns not field goals and blah okay well great but at the end you have two flags thrown for hands to the face now you have one that's th- the first one that's thrown and in replays it's obvious that it is not illegal hands to the face the hand gets up in the jersey in the jersey in the shoulder pads like up in there there's no touching of the face yeah and that's called and so i didn't see that one live but i did see on twitter and it's like blowing up and people are just like oh i can't believe they got a phantom call like that that figures so then I actually like because I was on and off watching and I finally got to sit down and watch the last, say, six minutes. So basically that last Green Bay drive and they get down there and you just know something's going to happen. And sure enough, another flag, illegal hands to the face. Now, are we hearing a lot more holding penalties this season? You bet your ass we are. Yep. But illegal hands to the face is not a penalty you hear called all that often. This was two on Detroit that were 100% not correct. Again, hand got nowhere near that. You had Booger up in that booth freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's he's whoever there. I can't remember who their officiating dude that comes in there, you know, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, whoever theirs is that comes in he's 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 actually like fighting with him like i can see espn executives like going i bet you they're in Shit. His, yeah i bet you they're in his head going shut up shut up shut up <laughs> like it's okay let it go 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 over and over and over again like hey we have a partner the nfl is one of our partners shut up <laughs> shut up um he's just he's livid about it and i don't blame him and and you just you, i'm ron burgundy it's <laughs> <laughs> blatantly missed and it honestly affected the outcome of the game, and because they were able to go down there, and you know they they could have kicked a field goal from where they were anyway, but it would have been longer, whatever. And, but they kick a game winning field goal, and there was a there was another fl- there was another play where Aaron threw a I'll give him credit a ridiculous pass. It, it was an absolute dime, and I can't remember what, who receiver caught it, but he ended up. He caught it, and you're like, "Holy shit! What? A, well, that was an amazing touchdown." And then they showed a replay again. You go, "Wait a minute! 
when he caught it was his knee down because I that almost looks like he caught that short and he was down short of the goal line. And sure enough, every scoring play is reviewed. And this is what's weird to me. Normally, when the scoring plays are reviewed, if they're not a touchdown, they will overturn them. Right. They didn't. And there is footage and freeze frames of that knee being flat on the ground and that football being a full yard away from that goal line. And you're going, huh? Yeah. Uh, I don't understand. I don't comprehend what? So that right there, there's just all of that together. You had basically, in my mind, the refs in that game absolutely decided the outcome. Where you have you know affecting here and there, but they made it looked like to the just average fan they made a conscious effort to affect the outcome of that game and give Green Bay that win or to make sure that Green Bay was going to get that win. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But the NFL has themselves a serious officiating problem. Yep, and it's not making it's definitely not making games enjoyable at no, all. No, it's ruining the product, isn't it? It, it's like you said for you had six six plays in a row they're gonna throw a flag yeah it slows the game down it makes it so every play you wait because you go especially if it's a big play you're like uh where's okay the, where's the flag no flag no flag oh no flag okay and oh late flag oh, and then it comes Damn in it. you're like ah oh. yeah uh it, it's just and and dennis your question about what should they do i think that dungy because uh tony dungy said it perfectly and this was a thing is Dungy was one of a ridiculous amount of players that were coming out last night on Twitter and everywhere else, just destroying the NFL and the officials for this game, including Barry Sanders. Yeah. And that was the big one. I didn't one. even know he had a Twitter. I know. I follow him now. But let me <laughs> tell you, if he comes out and says there's a problem, probably should listen. And that's yeah. what everybody said. They're like, uh, you, you pissed off Barry Sanders. <laughs> Oops. Uh <laughs> But Dungy basically said the only way to fix this is you have to make them, and I've been saying this for years, the referees, they, the officials need to be full-time employees. And go to referee camp. They need it, Well, you need to overhaul the whole program. You can't do it right this second because you're in the middle of a season. But when the season's over, you have to overhaul the whole program. You have to have full-time referees. Yes, they got to go to referee camp, basically. They need to they – need, it needs to be a system where they are – you know, Tuesdays, they are, you know, basically all together in New York or wherever, and they go over game by game, things that were missed, how they can get better. Um, like Dennis said, simulations, then pay them good money to be full-time employees and take their damn job seriously and enable them to do their job better. Because right now, how, what are you going to do there? There's more penalties called in games now like the, literally the the amount of penalties and then the yards per penalty yards per game or per penalty or whatever it was those stats are like way up this year yeah and we can't have it because it does it it's the the game itself is less enjoyable to watch and i'm noticing it myself where i'm like yeah do i really want to sit here and if it's not my team do i just do i'm like yeah i can go do something else i'll start offsides oh holding 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 illegal contact hands to the face uh legal formation um oh well, well speaking of wasn't uh wasn't there one also where uh green bay had 13 men on the field something like that something like that and they didn't call that no well and i just 
I, I the, the holding one drives me crazy because we've talked about there's holding on every single play. So why is your emphasis this year? Oh, we got to call more holding. Well, if you're gonna do that, call call a hold if a guy is literally being like wrapped around again and, and being yeah. held, not blatant. Yeah, not the little. Oh well, he had a hold of his. Uh, uh, he had to hold the inside of the shirt like you're supposed to when they're upped and up, and you know the defender, you know, just turns his body, and then you're you're stuck there. Oh shit, yep. you know that. Kind of, I mean, blatant. I don't know. It needs to be like. And then just make sure you get all the calls because too many times you'll see a face mask get grabbed. That doesn't get called. But, oh, holding. Well, and it just. Ugh. Or a receiver getting mugged, you know, 15 yards downfield and, uh, you know, nothing. Like, oh, okay. I think there was a pass interference in the de- that game where the guy almost lifted him up to keep. And it's like, and that wasn't calling. You're going, what? Pretty sure that's pass interference. And honestly, I don't. Now, I don't even want the pass interference to be able to be challenged. I want that. Thank God that rule is only a one-year thing because it's not coming back. And I'm okay with that. The The New Orleans thing that happened in the NFC Championship, yeah, it sucked. And it was a missed call. But if you get your referees in the right spot in the right type of program, that won't happen anymore, hopefully. And it was a one-time thing. And everybody overreacted. We all freaked out. We all were like, oh, well, they should be able to challenge that. And and it should it, it's one of those things where maybe in the last two minutes of every game the the last two minutes everything is reviewable. There's somebody upstairs watching every single play, and it takes two seconds after a play is over for them to watch it again real quick. They all have earpieces in, and they tell the guy, "Oh, there was you know blatant oop, whatever." Oop oop oop. Well, I tell you what, if the NFL is still around in ten fifteen years, uh, sure hope so. Officials uh, we would have a officials. show. Officials and refs probably won't be a thing. It'll probably be you know. AI cameras that are watching and you know they'll be sending something to someone and they'll say hey you know review this because I guarantee you that's going to be that's something that's going to be coming and then you have then you have robots that's removing a human element from the game though and that's that's like replacing well, you still have the players the on the field oh I know but and the, you know and the coaches obviously but as far as you know these these officials um, yeah you can see some technology well you're there. definitely going to see it I mean you're going to see some technology with the ball the fact that there still isn't like the technology is already there, and I don't understand why it's not used. This whole, like, there should be sensors in the ball and then sensors in the field so that you know exactly where that ball went out of bounds or if it crossed a goal line or, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> like, I love on punts that they go that, out, that they, go they, out they of do, bounds. do that guessing game, like, oh, oh That guy has no idea where that ball went out yeah. of bounds, does he? Has no clue. I just always laugh like, where's it going to stop? Where's it going to stop? <laughs> I I tend to think that there's probably people that are sitting up high that, you know, on certain things like that, they'll, they're talking to him side judge, you know, like, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Okay, stop. I don't, I don't think it's a hundred percent just the side guessing. judge who's I guessing. Think and, I think they're guessing. And, you know, trying to guess looks like the trajectory no and take a look, be like, hmm. He I looks like he, he has here. zero clue. He looks like he just jocks till he's tired. <laughs> Oh, this is good. This is a good spot. <laughs> it's just when you can have a sensor in the ball that literally the second that it crossed out of bounds, boom, someone tells him crossed out right there. I wouldn't mind that. I don't need no robots running up and down the field throwing flags. <laughs> uh, Dennis, thank you for your question. Uh, we'll get back to the mailbag next week. So we'll be looking for um, the uh, the mailbag on Twitter. Give us your questions and uh, we'll get them in. So. Let's jump right into week seven real quick. Quick previews for our games coming up. Um, division game for you with the Eagles. Yep. Very important to win that game. How do you yep. turn things around and get it? Uh, well, 
uh, I'm going to tell you it's going to be extremely difficult to uh, win this game. Um, and let me tell you why. I would love to hear why. <laughs> um, all right. Well, first off, so it's some injury news. So uh, Tyron Crawford uh, has had a hip surgery. He'll be on IR. He's done for the year. That sucks. Um, there's some chatter. I mean, it's still early in the week. We'll see how the week progresses and, and practice and all that. But, I mean, as far as it goes right now, there's uh, definitely a lot of talk that uh, Cooper will miss this game as well as the um, tackles, you know, Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins missing a uh, second week in a row. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, definitely going to make things a whole hell of a lot harder. A little bit. Um, you know, it's, it is, it's the Eagles. They're 3-3 three and three just like Dallas is. Um, they are going through the same, same struggles that Dallas is everyone, you know, everyone had the same expectation for Philly. They were going to be, you know, this really good team. Um, and things just haven't panned out so far. Wentz has kind of been up and down. Um, but I mean, these, these division games with Philly always, you, you don't know what's going to happen whatsoever. Um, but as far as, as getting things back on track, I, I just, I just want to see, the team come out strong and i mean if you philly if philly wins the toss and they defer to you take the ball right down the field score on that opening drive score a touchdown not none of this field goal crap um you know get a quick um you know the crowd's going to be going it is sunday night so get a quick uh, three and out from the defense get the ball back and again march down the field and score and just keep that momentum going um I think that's one of the things that's definitely hurt this team is, you know, with the slow starts, you don't, you don't have that momentum. And unless you have a big play, you know, like a turnover or, you know, a, a, a punt return, kick return, you know, something to kind of swing the momentum back your way, um, you're going to have a really hard time and have an uphill battle, you know, through that entire game. Um, but luckily, you know, this one's a Sunday night at home. The crowd's going to be in it. And I think if Dallas is able to get that fast start, um, I think they're going to be able to, to take that second half and go back to those old ways of just, you know, running the ball, running the ball. Um, you know, once you get Zeke past that 14, 15, 16 carry mark, that's when you start seeing those uh, three and four yard runs turning into six, seven, eight, nine yard runs, you know, and possibly more. Um, so that's definitely what I want to see and what I'm looking forward to uh, or hoping to see uh sunday um loser drops below 500 winner takes sole first place of the east um you know as we close out october and get in get into uh november it's gonna be difficult um, even off those injuries yeah that's i mean hopefully great time. like i said hope, hopefully cooper is able to to you know practice towards the end of the week same with uh, tyron smith and, and lyle collins last week i mean it's the Jets. You could have handled business and, and got away with the W, but you didn't. You lost. But, um, you know, you, you want to sit those players, let them heal and rest, you know, for an AFC game um, to hopefully have them back for, obviously, a division rival. So, um, hopefully, Cooper's able to play. If not, uh, you know, it's going to be tough. Cooper's, um, some of his best games have been against Philly. So I've heard that that what he's that bruise is like incredibly painful. So oh, yeah. It sounds I can, like, yeah, I can imagine. Um, 
not something that's, yeah not something that it's fun to play on when you're just running around all day <laughs> right <laughs> um you know and and with with not having cooper you know hopefully gallup's able to to you know take that step into that number one spot um you know philly's definitely struggled in their with their secondary um so if you're gonna if you're gonna hit him that's where you want to hit him is with you know with gallup um hopefully randall cobb is able to come back for this game um i, I think he had i was trying to think i think he had something something with ribs something with ribs or, or back or something like that but he was out he was out this this last week too so hopefully um at least having cobb back if cooper's not able to go is uh that definitely make me feel better um but yeah i mean philly philly's already talking their talking their talk saying we're gonna come down there and beat you um which all right you're in the same exact position as i know as you Dallas hate, i know you hate them eagles oh yeah so much for sure um yeah um if you lose this game and drop to three and four you're still gonna be in second place in the east but you can rebound the next yeah, week you, at giants now you you really need to start if if shit's not going right then you really need to start changing some things because, um, you know, after this after this third one and everything that I had kind of seen, it was it definitely started to feel like okay, you're just doing the same things over and over. You know, isn't that the definition of insanity? Just doing the same things over and over, expecting, expecting different, different result. results. Yep. Wow, jinx word. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's change things up a bit. Let's not go insane. No, no, it's never good. Um, Seahawks are going to host the Baltimore Ravens. It's Earl Thomas's return to Seattle. Um, his first game back since uh, his nasty divorce from the Seahawks. <laughs> so um, I just want to say one thing to all the fans that are going to be there. Please don't boo him. I mean, it's not like he wanted. He actually wanted to stay. He wanted a deal and wanted to stay here. And the Seahawks, you know, kind of screwed him. So please don't boo him. I would hope that you, at least maybe when you see him now, if he gets, you know, totally embarrassed by Russell Wilson, it's totally fine. You know, <laughs> do what you got to do. He's a competitor, you know, he's the competition at that point. It's fine. But he was a, a humongous. I don't think he's going to get booed. I don't think so either. I hope not. But he, he was huge for the Seahawks. And he's, he, uh, I wish he was still on this team, but totally get it. So anyway, but um, uh, with Disley going on IR at some point, they haven't officially put him there. Um, they they made some moves in the practice squad today. They uh, re-signed um, safety Adrian Colbert and tight end Tyrone Swoops. Um, so that's a familiar face and and something you knew they hollister can't they pulled hollister up and actually had played him in the game um last week so um they'll have some tight end depth it's just again it sucks that that disley's out um lamar jackson he's cooled down a little bit um since his hot start but he's still good quarterback um like what's the secret gonna be well it's real simple uh pass rush pressure the damn quarterback pretty simple um and then I looked at numbers. Ravens don't give up a ton. I mean, they give up. Let's see what I wrote down here. Uh, 80.7 rushing yards per game. Um, you know, me. Seahawks actually give up more than that. 
and they they have a decent run defense uh but they give up 282 passing yards so what will shoddy's game plan be probably to run the ball because that's what he does so although uh if you if you notice there were a couple articles came out about it and a couple tweets um there was a time in the cleveland game where russell's headset was not working and so he did an entire touchdown drive on his own it with, usually seems to be the case without schottenheimer in his ear yeah. he just did it himself and it went great what's that say <laughs> that says that uh the quarterback definitely has a feel for how the game is going a little bit more than the guy standing on the sideline yeah and uh sometimes you know shit like that works out and it's pretty cool when you hear about it's that. why i always I mean, it probably happens way more than, than we know about. Hear about but that's why i always liked like peyton manning wasn't peyton given like oh <laughs> wasn't, wasn't, wasn't he given like three plays and then when he got up to the line he yeah. got to yeah yeah and for uh, every play and you're right the quarterback's right there he's got more an idea of what's actually happening right that second than mr clipboard over there mr play sheet oh, let me get my sharpie out here and mark down that that didn't work yeah. but i'll run it again let me cross that up. <laughs> try again <laughs> try third quarter yeah try, try that again on third and 12 what's that a <laughs> draw right up the middle <laughs> yes third and 13 we're gonna run that one um Ravens are a good team. They got a solid defense. This isn't going to be the easiest game, and and playing at CenturyLink Field, yeah, it's great. You're at home, but it's not it's not the crazy place it once was that you know teams fear going to, and it was almost an automatic win. You got to earn them now. So um, you get some pass rush going. Yes, establish your run game. Carson has a good game. Russell has another amazing game, and uh, they have a very good chance of winning. I actually honestly don't see it as a high scoring game, and I'll get into my score prediction later, but um i don't i don't see it that way <laughs> i saw that <laughs> uh there's a picture circulating of a ref <laughs> doing the lambo leap that's uh not a good look not a good look not a good look um all right game picks time it's time for some game picks what? i'm in a uh i'm in a uh would you find something else no i was just thinking of the sound <laughs> where's the game pick sound did you see or uh, you wouldn't have seen it um Anyway, I'm a uh, my first championship week last week. I'm in another game picks group from one of the podcasts that I guest guest hosted on, mm-hmm. or not guest hosted, but um, was a guest on, and uh, I haven't been doing very well <laughs> at all. But actually, went like you know, I had ten wins. So I actually got my first week where I was actually the guy. Nice. I was pretty proud of myself. They don't have way to go. Often. I'm already out of my eliminator pool because the Chiefs screwed me. Winning. Winning. Um, all right, let's jump right in. I don't even know who's leading in picks game pick. Is it still Dennis from Ohio? It is Dennis. Dennis from Ohio, you little bastard. 9-0 by the time they get to Seattle. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Just ridiculous calm it down it's a good team but is it that good of a team i don't think so um all right you ready i'm ready all right so we pick the games each week let's rock and roll chiefs visit the broncos chiefs have been struggling lost two in a row mahomes is he not as good as we all thought he was uh i'll take kansas city (laughs) me too (laughs) uh rams visit the falcons what in the flying crap is going on in atlanta don't know but i'm taking the rams definitely taking the rams (laughs) did you see next game is dolphins at bills 
Dolphins had a chance <laughs> to to win, and they. I think that they got they got within two and they ran a two point. And I guarantee you that play call was like screw this up. Yeah, don't convert. Uh, Dolphins go to Buffalo, play the Bills. That's an easy one, right? Uh, Buffalo. Didn't you pick the Dolphins to win last week? Mm, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville going to Cincinnati. Jacksonville. It will take the Jaguars. Uh, Minnesota at Detroit. I'm going to take Detroit. They just got uh, completely screwed by the refs. I'm going to yep. take Minnesota. And Kirk Cousins had a you know a very well thrown ball game. Um, look for him to go back to the other side. The other Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. No, the Vikings win. Uh, Raiders at Packers. I'm going to go with uh, Oakland. Oh. Yeah. Well, the refs aren't going to help the Oakland Raiders win, but they will help the Packers. So we're going to take the Packers. <laughs> uh, Texans at Colts. Houston that's a tough one um deshaun watson's playing pretty damn well right now i'll take the uh, i'll take the texans um cardinals at giants i'm uh, going with arizona i'm gonna take the giants <laughs> niners at washington i want to pick washington don't you but <laughs> but because i'm like the 49ers six and oh really uh but i'll go with i'll go with sam brand yeah, this is that one of those. I want to start picking against them just because of the whole division and all that good stuff. But I mean, come on, it's the Washington racial slurs. They're not going to win. I'll take the Niners. Uh, Chargers at Titans. Give me Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> um, based on how pissed off uh, Rivers looked losing, um, and I, there's nothing more I like in this world than watching him lose so i I too will take uh the titans because i hate philip rivers with a passion um saints at the bears i'm gonna take the bears oh the bears i think that uh teddy's magic runs out here and uh although it's been a who would have thought that you'd lose drew Brees and they just kept on rolling and they're still one of the best teams but i think the bears are gonna are changing that uh raven seahawks who you got I am going with um, Baltimore. Uh, hate you in your face. Um, Eagles at Cowboys. Should I return the favor and take the Eagles? Um, no. It will be the Cowboys. They will rebound and uh, take down the Eagles. Um, Patriots at Jets. That's who you picked. You picked who, so whoever was playing the Patriots last week. You picked them. And I'm doing it again. Oh, my God. Take the Jets. <laughs> While I understand that the Jets are, as you corrected me earlier, uh, better than some would think they are. Um, the Jets are better than the Redskins, Bengals, mm, Giants, yeah, uh, Miami, Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, the, the Jets are better than few teams. Yeah, the Patriots are winning that game, unfortunately. <laughs> um all right so before we pick our own games and scores as always we ask you to jump on the itunes apple podcast as it's now officially called as itunes is dead it is dead gone so apple uh so jump on apple podcasts on your phone on your computer whatever you listen um if you listen on another platform thank you so much and we don't it's awesome that you listen to us and it's fine that you don't listen on 
Apple Podcasts. And it's a bummer they don't let you review on some of those other sites. However, if you do listen to Apple Podcasts, if you could leave us a review, that'd be awesome. Give us a five-star rating, four-star rating, whatever rating you want to give us, and a nice little blurb uh, telling us how you know much you like us or how much you hate us. Uh, we'll take all of them. It's all appreciated. Yes, all of it. All right. And don't forget, we're on YouTube. We're a little behind on uploading videos, but I will get caught up this week. That's all right. Um, yeah, nobody's watching. It's fine. <laughs> um, all right. And now, would you believe me? The moment we've all been waiting for. Winning. Would you believe me if I originally had the Eagles? When you thought about the game pick on this one? Yeah. You know, you're blatantly honest when it comes to your team. Not as much so much as me. I pick against the Seahawks all the time and get destroyed for it. Uh, I would believe that if you you did, and, I but, did, but you've changed your mind. Yeah. Just as we started recording, you couldn't get controversial just one episode and pick against your team. No. Nah. Okay. Nah. You know, uh, but no, I I did. I had the Eagles. I, I really. That was a. I really thought that Philly was just gonna they'd come, you know, come down and it'd be one of those games where oh well. There we go. Uh, but no, the hell with that. <laughs> I'll take Dallas. What's the score going to be? Uh, we're going to get nutso, and we're going to go with like a 38-35 on a Maher 57-yard field goal. <laughs> <laughs> Calling it now. You better make that like 60-plus. It's never it'll, – it'll, those games are never, you know, an absolute blowout blowout um obviously last year you had the um the overtime walk off amari cooper tipping it to himself into the end zone you had you know in the, like the year before that you had the the the, the game with des throwing a left-handed or well, he is left-handed throwing a touchdown to to witten you had all all these crazy things those the philly dallas and night games are always fun well, and it'll be great, like you said, Sunday night. So that's that's gonna be the good part. Is it's nationally televised, primetime game. Um, you'll have the whole world trying to see if Dallas can recover and get back on track. So <laughs> I don't know that it'll be that high scoring, but I like where your head's at there. Um, Seahawks will win. It will not be a high scoring game. It's gonna be more like seventeen fourteen, something like that. Uh, I see kind of a, a lot of. Uh, more of a defensive battle type game. Um, Jaron Reed being back, he will make a difference. And uh, see, you'll see something like 17 14, but the Hawks will go to 6 and 1. And, uh, or excuse me, yeah, 6 and 1. And uh, with the Niners losing, it'll be awesome. <laughs> Except for they're not losing. Dennis, you get one more week, buddy. Just one. Who are they playing next week? I don't even know, but they will not be nine and zero. Oh. Uh, yeah, Crazy no, bastard! But I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Washington could pull off the upset. I'm just saying, really could. <laughs> <laughs> I would like that. I'd be fine with that. All right, everybody, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Until next time, go Hawks, go Cowboys. Go Cowboys.